How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Two Bros Sports Podcast. I am your host, Hunter Smith, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Dakota Smith. How are you doing today, Dakota? Oh, you know, it's going. After all of the pre- all of the prep and everything, we finally get this off the ground. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's been, been a very busy last week. Yeah. Well, to start things off, the schedule of the podcast will be NFL every Thursday morning, NBA on Monday and Friday, Premier League Wednesday, and NCAA football on Fridays as well. NCAA basketball will not start until closer to the start of the season, and when we get to that point, we will for sure let you all know where it will fit in with the schedule. Today's episode, however, is over the NFL. And to start everything off, we're going to be looking over week three games, and then we're going to have our game week recap. Starting off on Thursday night in Cleveland, the Steelers faced the Browns, and let's just say Cleveland played very well, and catch of the year might have been in it. That catch by George Pickens was nuts. <clears throat> I wasn't home to watch it, but when I got home, they were doing the halftime show, and they said, well, is this better than OBJ's catch? No, it's not, but it's close. It's it's honestly, it's definitely something to argue. It's something that probably could be argued for a while as one of the best catches of all time, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's up there with it's up there with Odell. It's a good catch. Um, going on to Sunday, September twenty fifth, Chiefs Colts. You know, <laughs> as a Chiefs fan, and the bias D will kick in sometimes, but this was a horrible game. Oh, they played awful. They were terrible. Yeah. In um, every facet of the game, they were terrible. Yeah, well, the the Chiefs are definitely gonna have to look to bounce back, but it won't be easy as they do play Tampa Bay next week. Next game, Texans-Bears. I'm going to be honest, I didn't see really anything on this one. I didn't either. I didn't really pay attention to it, other than the fact that David Montgomery got hurt. It's a big loss for Chicago. I mean, but Khalil Herbert had 20 carries for 157 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, and and we'll for sure get to him later. Khalil Herbert had an absolute monster week, um, looking like to be the replacement for Montgomery if he's out for very long. Uh, next up, Titans Raiders. Well, Raiders, the only 0-3 team in the league now, and Titans, Derrick Henry just can't seem to get off the ground running. Um, 24-22 win for the Titans. Tennessee didn't look bad. <clears throat> I mean, Vegas has been terrible. You figure with that trade with her De- Devontae Adams that everything was gonna be all fine and dandy in Vegas, and it has not been to this point. They have been not a good football team, but they've also they blew one to the Cardinals, but then they played the Chargers and the Titans, who were supposed to be really good this year. So, Yeah, and Devontae Adams appears to be frustrated in Las Vegas at the moment. Moving on to next week, an interesting ending here. Dolphins-Bills, 21-19, the safety at the end, the punt into the butt. I mean, Mark Sanchez tweeted out he got involved. It was a very entertaining end to the game. A lot of people thought the Bills were going to come down, get a field goal, and win it. Oh, they were close, but the clock management there at the end just wasn't very good. And I mean, Josh Allen threw for 400 yards and lost. Not often in the NFL does that happen. Yeah, definitely in the front runner for MVP at the moment, in my opinion. Well, I'm going to argue your opinion. I'm going to say it's Lamar, but... 
We'll get to Lamar Jackson. We'll get to Lamar Jackson later. Lions, Vikings up next in Minnesota. The Lions haven't looked as bad as what everybody expected, Um, but the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, he's playing well. Justin Jefferson had a rough game this week, but he's also been playing very well. Yeah, Okuda, the corner for Detroit, showing that he is the stud. That's why they drafted him as high as they did out of Ohio State to cover guys like Justin Jefferson. He had Jefferson had the monster week, but now he's faced two really good corners back to back and hasn't had a good game. He faced Darius Slay against the Eagles that week before, and he didn't look good there either, but should get a better matchup this week against new Orleans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ravens Patriots up next, this one in new England and the Patriots, in my opinion, have not looked up to par as what I was expecting coming into the season. Expecting Mac Jones to be a lot better, but it doesn't help when the man at running back university is on fire. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I just and the, the injury to Mac Jones is gonna hurt them a lot. Like they're they're toast without Mac Jones. He hasn't been good, but Brian Hoyer is maybe a serviceable backup. We'll see. But I just, they're going to be a top, they're going to have a top 10 pick this year. They're not going to be any good. I mean, they play in division with the Jets, so, you know, you might chalk up one of those as a win, but I don't see them beating Miami. They play them one more time, and they play Buffalo twice. They aren't beating Buffalo. Yeah, agreed. Um, Moving on to New York, uh, Bengals-Jets 27-12 win for Cincinnati. How do you feel about the Bengals so far this year? I mean, a win against the Jets isn't the most impressive. No, that loss to the Steelers looks really bad. Like, their offensive line is toast. Joe Burrow has no time to throw the football. They got beat by the Cowboys, who didn't have Dak Prescott. I mean, it's a 27-12 win over the Jets. I don't think you could should take too much stock into that. They've, yeah, no. They've, they, they play Thursday night against... Miami and I think that all depends on whether Tua plays or not but oh agreed absolutely agreed um moving on Philadelphia and Washington a divisional matchup here 24-8 win for Philly Philly looking amazing um Jalen Hurts getting called inconsistent I've seen it everywhere but he's looking to be that guy in Philly I think he is that guy and it just took him a while to prove it I mean but when you have when you add an AJ Brown Put him on the opposite side of Devontae Smith. And you have a Heisman Trophy on one side and a proven NFL receiver on the other. And you got to, they have a really good running game. The defenses look great. I mean, they held that Vikings offense in check. Washington had been good offensively through the first two weeks, but eight points ain't going to beat anybody in the NFL, at least not right now. Yeah. Um, moving on to New Orleans versus Carolina Saints Panthers 22-14 win for the Panthers. Um, there's not not much in this game really. Um, the you Panthers, say not much in this. Baker got his first win as a Panther. How dare well, you disrespect Baker like that? I would have rather seen him beat Cleveland in Week One. But <laughs> you and me both, you and me both would have loved to have seen him beat Cleveland Week One, but. The Cleveland kicker had other ideas. Yeah. Uh, going up next, 
it's an interesting one, but Jaguars, Chargers, 38 to 10 win. The Chargers getting blown out at home. In my opinion, I don't know if you can look much into this one for the offensive side for the Chargers. Justin Herbert, arguably injury could be worse. And the Chargers just looked sluggish. They looked very slow to me. They couldn't run the ball. That was their problem. They could not run the ball. As one who has Austin Eckler on his fantasy team, Austin Eckler had four carries for five yards. And the Chargers as a team, 12 carries, 26 yards. That's not going to do it. Oh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, one catch for 15 with Keenan Allen out. That's a that's pathetic. Like, I know Mike Williams is boomer bust, but that's a mega bust. You're supposed to be the guy behind Keenan Allen. And he did, they, they looked bad. As a yeah. Kansas City fan, I loved it. I loved it. The, the whole AFC West looked bad in week three. We'll get to Denver in a little bit, but they're just as bad. And nothing nothing good out of that for LA and the injury to Joey Bosa which that's going to hurt and they put their left tackle Rashawn Slater on injured reserve too he has a torn bicep yeah yeah injury's not good at the moment for the Chargers I mean definitely have to figure something out the backups gonna have to be ready to step up moving on to the Rams and Cardinals 20 to 12 the Rams win the Cardinals' defense looking questionable at the start of the season so far. The win against the Raiders was nothing special as they're 0-3, and they need to figure it out. But I haven't been a big fan of the Cardinals so far. Well, they haven't looked great. Kyler Murray's not running as much. I think that that's something you can put into it. I mean, Marquise Brown looked fine. He had 14 catches and 140 yards, so he looked fine, but... The Rams finally got Cam Akers involved. Cooper Cup didn't do a whole lot this game. This is the first game that Cup didn't do a whole heck of a lot, but they didn't need him to. I mean, he had four catches for 44 yards. If they can get away with Cooper Cup having games like that and still winning, and I think the Rams are going to be just fine. I, I still think they're the favorite to win that division. I we'll, we'll talk about San Francisco here in a minute, but I just I think they're still the front runner to win that division. Just because I I was not impressed with what I saw from San Francisco Sunday night. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think they're definitely going to win that division, and uh, they have a very good chance of getting out of the NFC. Falcons Seahawks, probably not the one you wanted to turn on the television, but twenty seven twenty three, the Falcons coming out with a win. I mean, our, Marcus our Mariota kid. has not looked absolutely horrible. Well, the Falcons could legitimately be 3-0. and They blew the huge lead to the Saints week one. They almost well, came back. They're used they to that, so. Yes, they are. They almost came back week two against the Rams. Mario Jalen Ramsey had an interception in the end zone. That ended that. But then they should have beat Seattle. Like, they had to beat Seattle. And I'm not sold on that division. I don't think Carolina's very good. I don't think New Orleans is very good. I have questions about Tampa Bay. They looked awful offensively against Green Bay, but Green Bay's defense is good. I just, that division's up in the air. I still like Tampa in that division, but don't count Atlanta out. Like that team's not, they're not terrible. They're not as bad as everybody thought they were going to be. A team who came in with like a Vegas over under win total of like six. That could be three and zero at this point. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. That uh, I think a lot of divisions this year, actually, not even just that one. I think a lot of divisions are up for grabs this year. I think a lot of the divisions are going to be very competitive, but some divisions obviously worse than others. Uh, Green Bay versus Tampa Bay, a 14 to 12 win for the Packers. Um, I've nearly dropped Tom Brady in my fantasy league because I almost cannot put up with it any longer. The team chemistry is not there, and it's very questionable right now if Tom Brady can get that team chemistry going. Well, they were without Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. I think that that plays a big part in it. When your top receiver is Russell Gage, I don't think you can read too much into that. Like, not that it gets Russell Gage or anything, but he's not Mike Evans. He's not Chris Godwin. I mean, I, I get why Mike Evans was suspended. He stood up for his quarterback against New Orleans, but... That's not the kind of score you expect either when Brady and Rodgers get together, but. Very true. Very true. Um, The next one's a very interesting one. A lot of things probably that you could take out of this game. 49ers Broncos, 11 to 10 win for Denver. Um, Russell Wilson, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but he's he's got to figure it out. And the 49ers, I've not been impressed. Yeah, both of these teams should reevaluate what they're doing at this point. Russell Wilson looks awful. Nathaniel Hackett doesn't know how to manage a clock. That is very obvious as somebody who has watched too much of the Broncos at this point. I mean, they should have won that game against Seattle. You pay a guy that much money to go for it on fourth and five, and you kick that 64-yard field goal. Not a good idea, Nathaniel. Sorry. And there's too much talent on that team. They should be 0-3. They are 2-1. They should not be where they are. They barely beat the Texans. They lost to the Seahawks and barely beat the 49ers. And Jimmy G's safety stepping out of the end zone is the reason they won the game. So they can thank Jimmy Garoppolo for that. Yeah. wonder how many of those people in San Francisco are calling for Trey Lance to not be hurt. Um, I know I was. He's he was my backup for fantasy, but he's gone now. So, um, heading off to Monday Night Football. Um, honestly, slow start to the game, but turned out to be an interesting one. Dallas versus New York, and the Cowboys pick up the twenty three sixteen win. Cooper Rush is him in Dallas. He's coming for Dak Prescott's spot. I mean, uh, I've actually seen a couple people argue for it, and it it's kind of worrying. Yeah, they will never replace Dak Prescott as the Dak Prescott lover, but the catch C.D. Lamb made for the touchdown late in that game was... Pulled it in one hand, toe tap in the end zone. Great catch. Phenomenal catch. I love love me some C.D. Lamb, but you're right about that slow start. That is one of the worst games I've ever watched in the first half. That first half was terrible. Thank you, Saquon, for finally breaking that game wide open. But, by the way, he looks great. Oh, I yeah. love Saquon. I'm I've, I'm so happy for him. I hope he can stay healthy. I hope he stays healthy. He could end up being the RB1 in fantasy this year if he stays healthy. Like, I think he's the best running back in fantasy if he stays healthy. I mean, he has 14 carries for 81 yards and a touchdown, and he had four catches for 45 yards. I mean... As a guy who was going in the second and third round of fantasy drafts, I mean, you can't ask for a whole lot more out of him, but he looks like the Saquon from his rookie year. Like, that's the Saquon he looks like. 
and it's good for New York, but they've got to find something at quarterback. Daniel Jones is horrible. But, but I mean, I mean, he, he ran oh, for man, 70. Come on. He ran for 70. Danny Dimes. Well, I mean, I, I, I guess I, he wouldn't be very good either if my number one receiver was Richie James Jr. And then my, now they're starting number one wide receiver Sterling Shepard tore his ACL late and like like the last play of the game and then Kadarius yeah. Tony is nowhere to be found. We don't he's MIA at this point. Um, the receiving core is very questionable. Yeah, it's it's all David Sills the fifth. I don't I couldn't even tell you who that is. I watch a lot of college football. Could not tell you who that is. I think he played at West Virginia. I'm gonna double check that, but I think he played at West Virginia. Yeah, the receiving core is definitely a problem for the Giants right now. Um, I mean, they have a lot of problems there, but if you can look at any bright side in New York at the moment, for them specifically, it's definitely got to be Saquon at that halfback. So, anyway, yeah. moving yes, on. Da- yes, David Sills did play at West Virginia. Well, see, just to, fin- well, just to finish that, that off, I do, know, I do know who that is. <laughs> Only because I well, live in Big 12 country do I know who that is. Well, moving on to the next section of the podcast, and this is going to be a very consistent one. We're going to be doing it every week. The pop and flop of the week. We're going to be having three different players who we think had a great week and three who had a flop. Uh, We're going to be picking one, and we will try to have a poll down below if you're watching on YouTube, and we will post a poll on Twitter for the pop and flop of the week. Starting off with pop. The three people are David Najoku, Lamar Jackson, and Khalil Herbert. What do you think? Who's your pop of the week? It's it's always Lamar. It's always Lamar Jackson. I was pretty high on Lamar coming into the year, and he's proven everything that we thought Lamar Jackson would be going into this year. Like, he is as good as advertised. Mark Andrews has been as good as advertised. Rashad Bateman looks good. The defense is awful for Baltimore, but Lamar looked great. I <clears throat> I love me some Lamar Jackson. So Yeah, I fully agree. Um, the only thing with Lamar's stat line is he was sacked four times, but can you really blame it on him? Probably not. Um, but I'm gonna go with Khalil Herbert. You know, 20 attempts, 157 yards coming in off the with David Montgomery Hurt, stepping up to the plate two touchdowns, two receptions for 12 yards, and 30.9 fantasy points against the Texans. It's a big week for Cleo Herbert, and he definitely proved a lot. And I know Chicago fans have got to be excited seeing that from him just out of nowhere, really. Yeah, that that that, that was out of nowhere, but that's what kind of what they ha- he's there for. Like, he's there to be that guy if Montgomery gets hurt, and he still gets a good amount of carries and stuff when Montgomery's healthy. And sh- newsflash, Chicago's two and one. Justin Fields hasn't even thrown for 300 yards in three games, and Chicago is two and one. I mean, granted, yeah. that receiving core is terrible. You want to talk about a terrible receiving core? I Darnell Mooney is the only receiver I could name for Chicago. And I couldn't have even th- named one. That's it. That's that's it. I mean, he's bad, but yeah. Um. Moving on to the flops of the week. And yes, I had two of these guys in my fantasy team, but that's not exactly <laughs> what we're basing it off of. Um, DJ Moore, 
Leonard Fournette, and Justin Jefferson. Now, before we, we even get into it, I'm just going to tell you straight away, mine's DJ Moore. Absolutely atrocious. Honestly, throw in the whole entire Carolina wide receiving core. Garbage. One reception <laughs> for two yards on six targets. I love me DJ Moore, but he's got to do better. Two attempts rushing 13 yards. It was against the Saints. 2.5 fantasy points. I can't be having that. I, I'm i so disappointed in DJ Moore this week. Well, I don't know what Justin Jefferson's fantasy point total was, but it couldn't have been good. So 4.4. Oh, yeah, you played against Justin Jefferson this week, so you were okay with that. Yeah, you played against Justin Jefferson. We both won this week, right? Both of us won? Yes, I, I did end up winning. Ah, we, we, picked a nice a good, week. we picked a good week to start this because we play each other this week. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we play each other. So Yeah, it'll be an interesting week, that's for sure. Oh, well, I got to stay undefeated. Am I the only undefeated team left? I'm two and one. I lost. Yes, I am the only undefeated team left. Shocker, the guy who's finished first twice and second the other two times is three and oh. Big shocker there. Yeah, it was actually the next subject is fantasy football. So let's let's get straight into it. Yeah, um two and one for me. You're the only three and oh left. Right. Yep. Yeah, I'm the only three and left. I haven't yeah. been great, but it's been good enough. Um, going back to last week, um, in the league that we do play in, it, the scoring breakdown is very different to say the least. So if points are inflated a lot, that is why. Um, we can go over the scoring breakdown some other time, but um, Kyler Murray, I had him this week, played all right. Um, Leonard Fournette, like I said, just. Not good enough. Uh, Mark Andrews is playing like I how I expected and wanted him to all, so far this season. Um, I'm loving Christian Kirk in fantasy. Um, Elijah Moore, I, I've been taking the chance on him. It hasn't been great so far. And like you said earlier, Cooper Cup didn't have the greatest of weeks, but he didn't have to. He, he didn't need to. That rushing touchdown so. really helped him. I forgot about that rushing touchdown that he had. He had the rushing touchdown. Um you were the highest scoring team in the league this week, too. I think we might have been one and two. Yeah. Um, yeah. My team oh. actually exploded this week. Yeah. Yeah. We were one and two. You had me by 15 points. Lamar saves me every week. When you count your, I don't expect five touchdowns every week from Lamar, but I've gotten it the last two weeks. So that's been beneficial. Well, passing, I didn't complain passing, about that. <laughs> oh, I'm not complaining. Passing yards in our leagues are scored is the same as running backs and wide receivers. So that's why the numbers are inflated. We also give six points for a passing touchdown instead of four. That's your normal in fantasy. So Lamar has 60 this week. I think he had 69 the week before. The goof, Jared, Jared Goff getting it done again, just doing, I, I had Dak. For those of you who are wondering why I'm playing Jared Goff, I had Dak and he's hurt. Eckler was just far. say that, this one match in our fantasy league was 164.9 to 149.6, and I would have beat um, uh, our cousin by 100 points. <laughs> you could have combined like so. five of my players, and I think I would have scored that much. You give me Lamar, my, you give me my two quarterbacks and like three wide receivers, I'm pretty sure both of us could get close. Very. I didn't, I didn't even have a good week. Like, my kicker had 17. I had Graham Gano on Monday night. Like, 
that was my highlight of Monday night was watching Graham Gano make field goals. But now I have DeAndre Swift, who's out. I have yes, he's out in one of my leagues as well. It's but I hurt me a lot. But I got Khalil Herbert, so he's stashed away. Uh, my running backs are not good. My receivers are great. I have Jamar Chase, CD Lamb, AJ Brown, and Cortland Sutton. Sutton's look good. He struggled week one. You know, it's not fun when you have to keep Drake London on your bench and he just keeps scoring touchdowns. It's all the man does. He scores touchdowns. And I've got, I also have Alexander Madison. I Dalvin Cook's back up because he's hurt too. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, definitely going to have an interesting matchup though this week um, between each other. I think at the moment I'm projected to lose. I could be wrong. No. I think at the moment I'm projected to lose. Yeah, we are two of the three highest projected teams. By the way, it's only an eight-team league. That's why our teams are also as stacked as what they are. Yeah. Um, well, hey, I have Alvin off. Kamara questionable again, and that's an injury that keeps scaring me. And Tua is questionable. I, I have the choice to play... Tom Brady or Tua, but I have to decide that very early as Tua has the Thursday night game. This is where I will. But, well, this is where I will refrain from giving you advice. This is one of the weeks out of the year where I will not give you fantasy advice is when you play me. I'll give you. I can take Tom Brady anymore. <laughs> I don't think Tua oh, is. I, is did Tua ever get put in concussion protocol? Like he should have. The man got he got hit and then fell over and then they let him back in the game. I don't know yeah. how that's possible. He looked yeah. like he should have been pulled, but Miami's under investigation for that now, so we'll see how that pans out. But Oh, I actually didn't hear about that. Yeah, no, I saw the clip though of him stumbling over, and I when I saw that he came back in, I was a little questionable. He looked like a drunk man on a Saturday night, so I wasn't really sure about that one. Well, um, moving on to the... Questions of the week. We'll answer a few questions each week. If you have any questions, go ahead and comment them down below or don't be afraid to reach out to us on any of the social media platforms. Starting off, is Justin Herbert's injury more serious than the Chargers think? I don't think it's serious. I just think they need to let it heal. I just think they need to let him heal and you kind of just let it work out. I don't remember who they play this week. I had looked at it before, but I mean, yeah, I'm suffering a fracture to his rib cartilage. Um, he took a shot, I believe, didn't he? Yeah, he took a shot against Kansas City. It happened late in that Chiefs game. They play yeah. Houston this week. That's a game you could probably get away with not having Justin Herbert in. If you yeah, wanted no, to sit, I... if you wanted to sit him, I think this would be the week. Keenan Allen comes back this week. That gives Chase Daniel a safety valve if he needs it. So I think that's where I think that's where they should go with it. I, I think you sit him a week, maybe two, let him get healthy. You don't yeah. want to risk that getting any worse than what it is. That's oh, no, your friend. That's your guy. Like Justin Herbert is your guy. You need to protect your guy. That is your franchise right there. You need to protect him. Yeah. And he's he's played very well in the first two weeks before that. Um he honestly could be an MVP race caliber quarterback. I mean, 
if he's not already. I, mean, I can argue he is. He's, uh, you, he's phenomenal. You could argue that, yeah, but there's so many good quarterbacks now. Like He's still behind Hurts, Allen, Jackson, Mahomes. Not Jackson, Mahomes, though. Mahomes. <laughs> um, moving, moving forward here. Um, the next question, this one is might make a couple fans for certain teams angry, but undefeated longer, Miami or Philadelphia? And I have the schedules pulled up. It's well, I can tell you my answer. It's Philadelphia because. I'll just give away my prediction to the first game of the week. Um, Miami's not getting out of this week undefeated. Cincinnati will get them. Wow. I actually think different. I think both of these schedules are very easy, by the way, just starting off. I think the Philadelphia Eagles have one of the easiest schedules of all time in NFL history. Their schedule is ridiculously easy. It blows my mind. So I can't wait for them to get to the playoffs and get bounced first round. But um, I'm. I think the Dolphins will stand a few longer. I think they're going to pick up the win this Thursday night against Cincinnati, and they've got the Jets and the Vikings. And the next team that worries me on their schedule is until Week 14 when they play the Chargers and then the Bills in 15 and the Packers in 16. Did you say Week 14? Yes. Week 14. Okay, that schedule is awful. I I just don't. Is that is that is that Vegas? Is that that's L.A. Yeah, that's when they play the Chargers. Yeah, and then, I mean, I'm looking at the Eagles' schedule. I mean, I think that they'll is... win this week, but the Cardinals' game worries me. Heck, the Cowboys' game worries me. And they play the Packers in Week 12 before the I... Dolphins play in Week 14 against the It Packers. would be very Miami Dolphins of them to beat the to win these first four games and then lose to the Jets. I wouldn't be even surprised. It if would not surprise me. It, it would not surprise me at all if they fell to the Jets. I think they should be scared of Minnesota. I just, I just with what Lamar did to him and what Josh Allen did to that secondary, I Justin Jefferson would terrify me if I were Miami. Yeah, I mean, but then you look at it, the Bears. Meh. I don't know what week that is, but Deshaun Watson comes back week eleven. If that's week, 11, I think that I actually might be that might is. be the that may be the week Deshaun Watson comes back. Yeah, maybe that is possible. <clears throat> Next up is is Jacksonville legit? Yes, I think they're legit because of the division they play in. Because I don't that division's <laughs> that division's proven itself to be bad already. Tennessee does not look good. The Colts, even though they just beat the Chiefs, look awful. Got shut out by said Jaguars. And then the Giraffe, Davis Mills, and the Texans, they're still a long ways away, I think. I think they're one more wide receiver. Do we really know what Davis Mills is yet? No. Yeah, I think they've got a very bright future in Jacksonville. I think Trevor Lawrence can be the quarterback. For the future. Well, I would hope you would think that, considering he was like the highest rated prospect coming out of college since Peyton Manning. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It might have been and might be Andrew Luck. It's one of those two. But he's as highly touted as Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning. 
Uh, maybe Indianapolis should have drafted him. But yeah, uh, I think division's up for grabs. In oh my goodness, that it's incredible! It, it's incredible what you can do with a good coach. Yeah, um, I've seen a couple things. Um, it was an overreaction on ESPN. They put a bunch of overreactions today, and one of them was Doug Peterson for Coach of the Year. And honestly, at, at this rate, it's very possible. Oh, as of this at at this point right now, he is like he has Easily. to be. Easily, that Jacksonville team's terrible. Well, um, going on to the last thing of the podcast for the NFL episode today, it's the pop and flop predictions for week four. And for these predictions, we're going to be picking a quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. Um, We would do every position, but we'd probably be here for about an hour and a half. So my quarterback pop prediction this week is Justin Herbert. If he plays against Houston, my my thinking behind it is he's going to have a week to heal, and the Texans just aren't it, so... I, I think Justin Herbert, and he, he's got Keenan Allen coming back this week, right, I believe? Yeah, Keenan Allen should come back this week. Yeah, I think Justin Herbert, if he plays, he's had a week to rest, week to heal up. I think he's going to absolutely have a monster week. Okay, so quarterback, I'm not going to give you an obvious one. The obvious one here is Josh Allen playing that beat-up Baltimore secondary. But... <clears throat> All right, I talked a lot of crap on Russell Wilson, but I think it's Russell Wilson. I think he finally gets right. That's I know very that, bold. That's a bold prediction, but it needs to be. Like he needs to be that guy. He hasn't been that guy, but they need Russell Wilson to be that guy. Yeah, no, absolutely. the The Broncos need need him to step up for sure. Um, going on to running back. My running back for this week is going to be uh, Derrick Henry. I'm going with Derrick Henry. I I think he's got to get over 100 yards at some point, surely, right? I mean, he's got to explode at some point, and I think this is the perfect week to do it. I understand the Colts coming off a big win against Kansas City, but um, Derrick Henry, he's had 21 attempts for 82 13 for 25 and 20 attempts for 85 yards again. I he's got a punch over that 100 yard mark, and I think he'll get. I think he'll get at least two touchdowns against Indianapolis. Okay, I'm gonna go with my guy on the same team as your quarterback. I think they're gonna get Mr. Eckler the ball here, and I think Austin Eckler is gonna have a huge day against the Texans. I mean, the offense looked awful, but now with all their weapons back, you can't only give Austin Eckler the ball four times on the ground. You have to find a way to get him the ball more. Yeah, I agree. Um, Austin Eckler is going to have to get more touches, especially over the next couple of weeks if Justin Herbert can't play. Um, they'll definitely have to go to the run game more. All right. So, well, turns out Zoom meetings are only 40 minutes long, so we ran out of time there. So I we left off there at running back. We're going to balance it to wide receiver, and Hunter, we'll start with you. Well, um, the uh, pop for wide receiver this week that I'm going with is straight up to New York, straight to the Giants, Richie James. Um, 
Sterling Shepard's out with an ACL injury, um, out for the season. And to me, that means more targets for Richie James. And already with Sterling Shepard healthy, um, he has had 17 targets, second most on the team with 146 yards, only eight behind Sterling Shepard and also second on the team. So second receiving yards on the Giants with Sterling Shepard. Now he's out, more targets, more yards. I think Richie James is definitely going to be more involved in the upcoming weeks for New York. Okay. Uh, I mean, bold prediction with Daniel Jones as your quarterback, but Danny I'll let you – I'll let you. I'll let you live with it. Um, Devonte Adams gets right. I know that's probably not a hot take, but I think Devont. I think Devonte Adams voiced his frustration. I think his voicing his frustration is going to get Devonte Adams the ball more. I think Devonte yeah. Adams has a huge week. So, yeah, I I definitely could see that one happening. Um, he's he's. Very frustrated, to say the least, with the Raiders right now. I'd be frustrated, too, if I got downgraded from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. I'd, I'd be very no. frustrated yeah. if that happened to me. But he left. He chose not to stay in Green Bay. So, it's your own fault. Yeah. Um, moving on to the flops, the flop predictions of the week. And I know you're very high on this, man. However... I think the defense is way too good. I'm predicting Lamar Jackson to have a flop oh. this week. I think the Bills defense, I, I understand Lamar Jackson, number one in passing touchdowns, number one in passer rating, number f- tied fourth in rushing yards in the whole league. But this Bills defense is, is ridiculous. They've only allowed 642 yards this season. They're, they've allowed second least in passing. Um, they've got second least in rushing. I, I think this Bills defense is just so good, and I I don't know if Lamar Jackson has. I don't want to say the arm because he's playing very well, but I don't I don't know. I think it's, it's going to be a real test for Lamar, and I just don't think he's going to have a great week. Well, Buffalo's secondary is depleted, so that's that's mainly the reason for Lamar. But um, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm trying to decide between two. Yeah, we're going to go with it. I'm going to go with Tua. I just, I'm not sold yet. That was one great game against the Baltimore secondary that was terrible. I want to, I'm not even calling the Bengals defense good by any means, but it's going to be better than what Baltimore sent at them. And I just think they didn't do a whole lot offensively against Buffalo. Buffalo basically gave them that game. So I think it's Tua. I don't think he plays well against Cincinnati. I think I think Joe Burrow outshines Tua by a lot Thursday night, and I don't think that game is particularly close. Yeah, well, we will get into game predictions. Um, did mess that up earlier. We do have game predictions for the upcoming weeks or for this upcoming week. And But we'll get to that next up, running back, flop of the week. Um, you could say he's already flopped every week so far, but I'm going to Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm sorry. He's not lived up to the hype this year. Um, only one touchdown through three games and they're playing Arizona this week. I don't think he gets one this week either. I think Christian McCaffrey is just, he's in a struggle mode right now. And I think at some point he'll figure it out, but I don't think it's going to be within the next few weeks. I think that's fair. I think the lack of offense has a lot to do with it too. He's not as getting as much passing work as he did 
in the old system when he was healthy. When we're used to Christian McCaffrey putting up 30 points a game in fantasy if he was healthy. But he's just he's just he's not that guy anymore. But um, running back flop. Najee Harris is too obvious. He's been bad already this year. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb against Atlanta. I respect Atlanta a lot. I don't know how Atlanta's an underdog to Cleveland, but I think Chubb's been great, averaging well over 100 yards a game, four touchdowns. But I just, I just think it's this Atlanta defense is going to get to him. I think Atlanta wins that game, so I think Chubb's going to flop this week. Yeah, no, that's not a bad prediction at all, honestly. Uh, moving on to wide receiver flop of the week. I'm sorry, but it's got to be Mike Evans for me. He's, he's coming off the suspension. Who knows? Maybe he'll just hit stick another guy and get suspended again. I don't know. But it, I think coming off the suspension and the way that the Buccaneers have been struggling already, um, you could say it's because he's not there. But I I think Mike Evans is going to struggle this week. I think it's going to take him a game or two to get back into it. And especially to get uh, the just the team's just got to figure out the chemistry in Tampa. It's it's not good at the moment. But they play the Chiefs. So if there's a secondary where you can get yourself right, if they do play the Chiefs, the Chiefs secondary, not good. Chiefs defense, not great so far. But, yeah, okay, I'll let you have it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. Um, oh, I had another one here. I'm going to go with Marquise Brown. I don't think he has nearly the week he had last week. I mean, that's saying a lot when he had 14 for 140, but Carolina's defense didn't look, I mean, they didn't look awful against New Orleans, but I just don't think he has as big of a week as he did. I think he gets held under like 60 or 70 yards. And I think that's what you're expecting out of Marquise Brown right now. He's a number one receiver in what is supposed to be a really good offense. I don't think he's over 60 yards this week. Yeah, no, I I definitely can see that. I think actually he's gonna struggle when DeAndre Hopkins comes back because of targets. But <clears throat> we're gonna go ahead and move on. Here we go. Game week predictions. This is the last thing of the <laughs> podcast. Um, game week predictions for week four, starting off Thursday night, Miami versus Cincinnati. We kind of already hinted at it earlier what our predictions were, but I've got the Dolphins. As long as two is healthy, let me add. I that got. In. Okay, that's fair. I've got the Bengals. Uh, the um, white unis. The white unis for Cincinnati. If you have not eight. seen those uniforms, those are probably the coolest uniforms in the league. Those oh, all whites with the white helmet. I was going to say like all time. Those yeah, are they're, some they're, cold uniforms. Yeah. Helmets are amazing. Um, honestly, that might just push them to the victory itself. <laughs> Didn't they those unis. Lucky, and that lucky game's in tech. Cincinnati. I just, I think they get it right. Yeah. Um. Moving on to Minnesota and New Orleans. It's an 8.30 a.m. game on the, the NFL Network, so I can't even watch it, but that's unfortunate. At the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. I've got the Vikings. New Orleans, yes, that division's up for a toss. Um, you, James Winston, but I, I think Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson are going to shine in London. I think Justin Jefferson has a huge game. Chris Olave's I, been great. Olave's been great across from Michael Thomas, the receivers haven't been bad. They had a lot of yards against Carolina, but they didn't do anything with it. But I I just, I like Minnesota here. 
Jameis is playing with multiple fractures in his back. That cannot be comfortable. The running game hasn't been great. Kamara and the combination of Kamara and Ingram haven't been good so far for New Orleans. I just think that this is Minnesota. I think they moved to three and one, and I think New Orleans finds themselves reeling at one and three coming off of this loss. Yeah, uh, completely agree. Uh, moving on to the twelve o'clock slate of games: Cleveland in Atlanta. Um, I'm personally, I think this game's actually going to be a pretty good game. It either could be a really good game or a really boring one. Um, I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think Marcus Mariota is playing great for the Falcons. I mean, yeah, he's not no Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or something, but he's a quality first team quarterback for the Falcons right now. I mean, who else are they going to have? So yeah, I've got the Falcons. I mean, they drafted Desmond Ritter, but he's not, I don't think he's ready yet. And Mariota's been good. Like, he hasn't been bad. Drake London's been good. Kyle Pitts finally had a decent game last week. Finally, what everybody who drafted Kyle Pitts in fantasy was waiting for after the first two weeks, he was awful. And that's probably being nice to Kyle Pitts. But now this is where, all right, well, we are brothers. We do think a lot alike. We picked two of the same in a row. Yeah, um, I just don't know if Cleveland can get it done. I think when Deshaun, if they can stay in a playoff race and Deshaun Watson comes back, I think things can get really interesting in Cleveland. I, I agree. I think if they have a decent record when Watson comes back, they have a shot to win that division. Yeah. Um, going to the next one, Washington Commanders versus the Dallas Cowboys in Arlington, Texas. And I've I've got to go with the Cowboys. I mean, Cooper Rush is him. Like... He's he's playing great. I, I don't know why, but he is. He's he's stepping up. And Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott as your halfbacks is phenomenal. Those two have been great. Pollard's been Pollard was over a hundred yards Monday night. And I like this Dallas team. They're defensively, they're solid. I love Micah Parsons. He didn't Absolutely. he had a, a decent game Monday night. He didn't you wouldn't judge that by the numbers, but he was putting pressure on Daniel Jones. Demarcus Lawrence, he went out of that game. I don't know how healthy he is. He had three sacks early in that game, too. He That D-line got to Daniel Jones. So I like Dallas. I think that pressure is going to get to Wentz, and when pressure gets to Wentz, he makes mistakes. So maybe I'm not going to call it. I'm not going to call a Trayvon Diggs pick six, but if there were a game for it to happen, this might be it. Yeah, I've actually been very happy to see Carson Wentz playing decent football again, though. I, I miss him in the Philly days. But uh, Seattle at Detroit, like I said earlier, I don't think Detroit's as bad as what everybody thought they were going to be. I think they've got some great young talent there. I mean, Jared Goff isn't particularly the option you want, but neither is Geno Smith. So it, it could be a good matchup. But I've got Detroit. It's at home. I, I think they have the full way to win. All right. Well, that's four in a row we picked the same. Um, I'm also going with Dallas or Detroit, um, even without DeAndre Swift. I think Jamal Williams will be fine. Amon Ross St. Brown. What a guy. And what yeah. a name. He's playing amazing. Yeah, he's been he's played out of his mind. They have DJ Chark, who's been solid, or TJ Hawkinson. Like they're gonna that offense could be scary when Jamison Williams, their draft pick out of Alabama. Once he gets healthy, I know we all hate a lot on Jared Goff, but he's still not terrible. Should he yeah. be a starter in the NFL? Yes, he should. He is yeah. that good. 
but he's not that top tier starter like he was drafted to be. Yeah, he's definitely not leading the Lions to Super Bowl. Um, not that they're ready for that anyway, but uh Tennessee versus Indianapolis at the Lucas Oil Stadium. Um because of my pop for the week with Derrick Henry at running back, I've I've got to go with Tennessee. I I mean I think they should win this game anyway, but saying that Colts, like I said earlier, coming off a big win. Uh they could definitely ride off that win and maybe win a couple, win a few here in a row. Okay, we're finally but going go to we're finally going to differ on a pick. I think they use the momentum with that win over Kansas City. I think Jonathan Taylor has a big week. And I think <clears throat> I think the Colts win this one. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Taylor, one of the best running backs in the league. I don't even think it's a question anymore. No, he's maybe probably the best running back in the league, and I don't know if that's much of a question either. Yeah, well, moving to New York, it's Chicago at the Giants. Um, I'm going to go with New York. I, I don't mind Danny Dimes, Danny J, Danny, Daniel Jones, but, uh, I think Saquon's gonna have another good game. I, the question is just the receiving core on that offense and the defense isn't the best, but Chicago's offense isn't the best either. So I'm going to go with the Giants in this one. Yeah. Um, that bears, that bears defense is going to get there. I, I think Chicago wins this game. I that defense is going to be fine. Daniel Jones is going to be under pressure a lot, and I think New York's or Chicago's going to try to keep this low scoring. They're going to run the ball a ton. They have they've established that they don't throw the ball a lot, and I just think they slow this game down. This is going to be an ugly game. I think. I think this is a seventeen fourteen type game between these two teams. Neither one of these teams is particularly good. So yeah, no, the fact that sure. the, the fact that Chicago could be three Chicago or the New York Giants are going to be three and one after week four would surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I the Giants potential here just to just to be three and one is definitely not something I was really expecting coming into the season. Uh moving on to what could be a good game, Jacksonville, Philadelphia. I'm sorry, it's in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts is absolutely on fire. This whole team is, and I've got the Eagles. I also have the Eagles. I, yeah, yeah, Jacksonville, great story. That the, the, the Philly team just on a completely different level right now. The defense is absolutely. playing great. When Jalen Hurts is playing like this, he's got all the weapons he could ever want. This is what Philly was building for. I think they can. It's going to come down to them in Dallas to win this division. It's going to. How early does Dak Prescott get back? The fact that they're two and zero. Right now, without Dak, is probably really far ahead of where they thought they would be without him. Oh yeah, that's absolutely impressive in itself. Um, back to the other New York team, but we're going to Pittsburgh. The New York Jets against the Steelers. Um, I will not watch this game. I'll be honest. I won't even turn this game on for a second. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I think the Steelers have got to have the change at quarterback. Yes. And give him a chance. Why not? You don't have anything to lose. You're going to be bad this year anyway, probably. So. Um, especially with TJ Watt out on the defense. He is your leader on the defense um, inside of the ball. So I, I've got Pittsburgh, though, to win this one. Well, Zach Wilson's back, so I'm picking the Jets. Zach Wilson's supposed to come back this week from that preseason. That injury he suffered in the preseason. He's coming back. He's got... 
a full complement of weapons. I love Garrett Wilson. I love Elijah Moore, Brees Hall. Maybe we finally see more of Brees Hall. I mean, you drafted him in the second round. We didn't want to, we don't want to see Michael Carter. We want to see Brees Hall. Give Brees Hall the ball. Um, I think the Jets win this game. I think the Jets get to 500. And this whole league's upside down right now. If the Jets are two and two, and one of the Bears or the Giants three and one, and we'll just turn it on our head because one of those two, one of the two teams in this game is going to have the same record as either the Bills or the Ravens. So, yeah, I think the league's definitely in a shakeup phase right now. I think there's a lot of divisions that'll be tight, and I think there's a lot of teams that can make the playoffs this year and make a push for it. Um, probably game of the week here, arguably Buffalo, Baltimore, um, at Baltimore. It's a tough one to pick, but Josh Allen is so good. He is so good at football. I I'm going with the bills. He is so good at what he does. This this team is, I've, I've got them winning the Super Bowl right now. I'm going to be honest. This team is on fire. Hunter with the mega hot take. Josh Allen is good at football. No, really? He's so good. Josh Allen, good at football? Nah. Yes, Buffalo wins this game. Baltimore secondary is depleted. I love Lamar as much as anyone, but I just think Buffalo is just too good at this point, even with their defense being hammered in that secondary with injuries. I just think they're still they're still better than Baltimore. Josh Allen might throw for 400 yards again. I I think <laughs> he's he's that guy. Um I don't disagree with you. So the next one, um this one I would think is comfortable anyway, even without their quarterback possibly. Um Chargers, Texans at Houston. I'm going to go with the Chargers with or without Herbert. I don't think it matters. The Texans are garbage. <laughs> like Trash organization. It just reminds me of the Sacramento Kings. I don't even. They're not great. They could be the number one, the team with the number one overall pick. They next will. April. They, 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 they should be, and they're going to take a quarterback. So as much as everybody loves the giraffe himself, Davis Mills, um, I, I'm with you. I like LA in this game with or without Herbert, even without Bosa, that defense, that defense is ridiculous. All the way yeah. back, two lo- two really good corners. Derwin James might be the best defensive player in the whole league outside of Aaron Donald. So, he's definitely the best safety. Oh, by far the best safety. Close. Those guys in Buffalo might might argue that, but I think Derwin James is the best safety in the league. Uh, next up, going to the Bank of America Stadium, Arizona versus Carolina. Uh, I got the Cardinals. Not much to say here, honestly. I Baker Mayfield is mid. I. I love – I said earlier I don't like the Cardinals, but I like their team, but they've just – their defense is a little questionable. I think DeAndre Hopkins needs to come back, but I can see them winning this game very comfortably. I, I'm i picking Arizona. I don't – Carolina's favored in this game. Not by a lot, but Carolina is favored in this game. I was kind of surprised when I looked at that. I was, like, I was like, really? I get it there at home, but Arizona's just a more talented team at this point. I don't – I don't didn't understand that one, so. Hmm. Well, um, off to Green Bay, New England versus Green Bay, Patriots, Packers. I'm just going to write this down without you. I'm going to write this down without you. Sorry to interrupt you, but I'm going to write this down without you saying anything. Uh, I'm going with the Packers. <laughs> I, I would hope so. New England's. 
I don't really know what's going on there. It's it's something. I think Aaron Rodgers is finally going to get his game. I think this this team this Green Bay team could catch fire at any second and go on an eight game winning streak. And that that's for real. I don't think there's anybody who's going to doubt that. So I think they're going to take this one at home. Easily. No Mac Jones. Not that that would have made a difference anyway. Would have yeah. made the spread a little bit closer, but nah, this is Green Bay. And it's, it's Green Bay by a mile, too. This is one yeah. of those games that could, this game could legit be 31 to 7. This has got those kind of vibes to it. Well, going to the next one. Honestly, this might be one of the hardest ones to predict. Denver versus Las Vegas in Las Vegas. Um, Russell Wilson obviously is not having the start to Denver as what he wanted. And the Raiders, Devontae Adams, absolutely heated. And they're ob- they're clearly not off to the start that they were thinking. Um, 0-3 could be 0-4. And I'm going to go with Denver. I think Russell Wilson, it will have a decent game. I'm not saying he's going to do anything crazy, not another no 400-yard passing game, but I think Russell Wilson will pick it up, and I think they're going to take this one in Las Vegas. I think that, I think Denver takes this one, and, then, and we're going to see Vegas in shambles at 0-4. And, but they're one of those, oh, they're going to be 0-4, but they have the talent that's capable of bouncing back from being 0-4. The problem is they play in the toughest division in the NFL. Yeah. When the other three quarterbacks in your division are Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes, I would not look forward to my schedule every year having to play each of those quarterbacks twice. Yeah, they have an extremely tough schedule. I mean, all four of those teams really do. You have six games a year that are toss-ups, basically. So, Moving on to the 720 game on NBC. Um, it's not in Tampa anymore, correct? I don't know if they've officially changed it. Okay. I, yeah. Not sure on that one, but Kansas city, the chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, we're both chiefs fans. I, I'm going to have, I would say I have biased here and there might be a little bit of it, but I just see the chiefs winning this anyway. I think Tampa Bay struggling. I think Tom Brady struggling. Uh, even with our horrendous defense sometimes. Um, I've got the Chiefs winning this one. Well, yes, it's very obvious. Yes, I'm picking Kansas City. No, the game hasn't been moved yet, but the contingency site, if it has to be moved, is going to be moved to Minnesota. I had told somebody earlier today that it was either going to be moved to New Orleans or Minnesota because both those teams are playing in London. Both those teams have dome stadiums, so the weather's not going to be a factor. So it was going to be one of those two places. They ended up picking Minnesota which probably favors Kansas City even a little bit more easier for Chiefs fans to get there. And Chiefs fans travel well. So I think if that game does get moved, I think it helps Kansas City even more. And I definitely definitely see what amount of fans can get out to that game if it is for both teams. Yeah. For purposes of the podcast, we are recording on Wednesday evening. So yeah, we are not privy to the information if that game does get moved. But I'm picking Kansas City either way. Yep, um for sure. Um Monday night football divisional matchup in California. Uh, it's Los Angeles versus San Francisco. Um I've got the Rams. I don't think it's a question. 
I think the Rams will win the division. And they're 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 still looking dangerous. No matter the week one we loss to the Bills, whatever, week one. I I think the Rams are we'll take this one. Well, we're gonna differ on the last one. I talked a lot of crap on San Francisco earlier, but I think the crowd has a big effect on this game. They wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. They want him to be the quarterback. They want him to be their guy. I think they have a lot. The crowd has a lot to do with this. I think Garoppolo has a good game back in San Francisco. I think this is a really good game to watch. I think this will be a good game to watch. Both these teams are very solid on both sides of the ball. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take San Francisco. They've been great against LA every time they played them. They almost had them in that NFC championship game last year. They made that great comeback in the late season game they played last year. But I think, I think it's, I think San Francisco gets this one. Um, Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a fair pick. We'll see what happens for sure. There'll be definitely a game that I tune into and watch the whole thing. But um, that'll do it for this week's episode of the NFL. And we will see you next Thursday morning for another NFL episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day and week. And we hope to have you join us next time on the Two Bros Sports Podcast. With that being said, I'm your host, Hunter Smith, and goodbye.